When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joining us now on the run home with Joel and Fletch, soccer is captain Matty Ryan. G'day, Matty. Hey, Joel and Fletch. How are you guys? Going good, mate. Going good. Now, we, there's an elephant in the room mm. that needs to be discussed, uh, Matty, off the get-go. Mm. So you're participating in this champion series at the start. Previously, there's yep. been the likes of Andrew Johns and Matthew Johns, to which the star reached out for our very own Bears head, Brian Fletcher, to host said event. Now, he has just learned himself that there's another champion series event happening of which he's been uh, a great omission for this event. Matty, any comments there? I've been brushed. brushed. (laughs) Oh, mate. uh, I'm I'm not sure what they're thinking, mate. I'm I'm, I'm dumbfounded that they didn't include you there, please. I'll tell you why they didn't do it. Wait till you you see the uh, CCTV footage of what went went on. No, it was was a packed, um, and I'm sure yours will be as well. It's a great little uh, area and, and uh, down there at the star. So I'm sure you're going to have a, a ball. And I'm sure you're going to be telling lots and lots of stories. How was it, mate? How, how did this campaign compare to the other two? Ah, oh, mate, um, you know what dreams are made of. Um, you know, haven't gone to the last two, but unfortunately not had, you know, have had a win or you know, a moment to, to really cheer about and then obviously to, to to go there, Qatar, this time with a bunch of boys and share the experiences that we had, not only with them, but, you know, the Australian public to get two wins and two clean sheets and, um, you know, do things that no other Soccer Roos team had done before um, is, is, yeah, like I said, something that dreams are made of. We are chatting to the Soccer Roos captain, Matt Ryan. Now, Matty, Morocco's had a stellar time, Japan likewise, Soccer Roos. Did you know this going into it? Is this something that a team goes, something's a little bit different this time? I can feel there's a, a bit of a difference about this crew. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we take the optimistic approach and, you know, we feel we really had the momentum and we had things in our favour from, you know, qualifying against Peru back in June. And, you know, the fact that we had quite a bit of experience throughout the qualifying campaign playing in Qatar as well and, you know, on top of that, um, you know, Timmy Cahill was our head of delegation and, you know, he runs the Aspire Academy over there and, you know, the setup and the facilities and, you know, everything that we, we had catered to, to help us, you know, perform the best that we could perform. And it was just a feeling of, you know, going into the tournament and going into every game, knowing that, you know, we've left no stone unturned in the preparation. And um, it was just about, you know, then getting and, and making sure that the mentality of the boys was where it needed to be and, um, you know, honing in on the, the details, you know, of the tactics and the, you know, the strategy to, to take into the, the tournament and, and, you know, and going out there and executing it. And, yeah, I, I felt we, we did that pretty well um, throughout the tournament. Yeah, Brooksy here is our head of delegation when it comes to sending the prizes out, but that's another story. <laughs> uh, Maddie, can you take us into the inner sanctum with the Socceroos, so you have this sustained and long relationship, great relationship with your coach, Graham Arnold. And after these big wins, you know, there was no fanfare. Immediately he would rush you all in to a circle. Can you take us into that inner sanctum as to what Graham was saying to the team? Yeah, it was just about, um, you know, focusing on the next match already, you know, enjoying the moment and for what it is. But, you know, that we're not we're not done and we're not satisfied with, you know, the 
the result that we've just had in, in the wins, the two wins where we got together after those games, you know, we had a real sense of belief going into the, the tournament, even, you know, pre-France game and even post-France game, to be honest. I mean, you know, uh, there's probably a, a lot of doubt that may have crept in due to, you know, the result that we had in that game. But, um, you know, we ourselves sort of knew that that first game was a, a bit of a, a free hit for the quality and the class that they have. And, um, you know, it was an invaluable learning experience for everyone. It was a lot of the boys' first exposure to football of that level. And, you know, I think throughout that tournament, you know, we were really coming into it, getting stronger and stronger for each game that we had, each experience we had at that level. And, um, and, and yeah, so we, you know, we, we were switched on. We were ready. We had, you know, like I said, no, left no stone unturned in the preparation. And, and that obviously led to, you know, us having the success that we had. Matty, it looked pretty obvious that you're a close-knit team. Um, and with these close, close-knit close teams, there's always a couple of guys who are characters. There's always a couple of guys who are pests. Who's someone in this squad that you can basically say, like, yeah, I mean, it was fun to be around, but thank God that the, the tournament is now done. <laughs> well, uh, the the Brian Fletcher of the team is yeah. easily Martin Boyle. Oh, so, and he was on one leg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's um, no, he's he's a character. You know, you, you both love him, love him and hate him at the same time. Um, you know, he uh, he loves to laugh. He loves to keep the you know the atmosphere going. You know, strong there within the squad, and actually. You know, obviously he had the hardship of, of that injury um, during the camp and he immediately became the the official vibe manager of the team once he decided to, to stay on um, post-surgery and, and be there to support the boys. So, uh, yeah, we gave him the title of being a vibe manager. So basically making sure there was lots of positivity and good vibes around the place, in, you know, in preparation. And that was an important uh, role to have also. That is a good job, the vibe manager. That's I don't mind. Matty, let's be honest. Going into this, I, I want to get your honest opinion. Did you think the Socceroos would have this much success going in, into this particular um, World Cup, considering that we basically struggled getting there and then up against France – you know, they, they put a couple on us. After that, was there any doubts coming in your mind, thinking, oh, geez, this, this might uh, not be great for us? No, not at all. Um, like I said, you know, I think if you're not believing that you can go and do something, then, then you're failing at the first hurdle. And, you know, I've, I've, I've through my own life experiences and all that, you know, you, you set the bar high, you, you set your goals high, and, um, yeah, you, you go out and do everything you can in order to achieve them. And, you know, time and time again throughout my career, I've, you know, ticked off, um, you know, achievements and, and things that I thought perhaps would, would never, you know, couldn't be possible. And, you know, coming into this tournament, um, you know, we had the same mindset, you know, like qualifying for a tournament like that, you know, it's, it's never going to be easy when you're going to be playing against the best teams in the world, the qualification to get there and the travels and then the added um, obstacles that COVID, you know, produced and, and these types of things. I mean, you know, everyone can say we sort of struggled through it and all that, but I mean, you know, you look at an NRL season, and you know, there was times where Penrith, you know, last, you know, this season just passed, you know, they struggled throughout periods as well when, you know, probably around Origin, um, and they had a few injuries and all those types of things, and my my mighty Eels beat them a couple of times throughout the year and mm. and whatnot, and you know, throughout our campaign, like I said, we had a few of those moments as well. I mean, you know, the margin. The margins, in, in order, you know, in terms of the results and which way they sway, the finer details, you know, always have a big impact. And it's it's the moments within the game that either go your way or not, and and that influences the result of the game. So, 
um, I think, you know, we took a lot away from the fact that, you know, through those hardships and, and obstacles and challenges that we faced, we found a way in order to, you know, come out the other side and, and you know, have the success that we did and get ourselves to the World Cup. And, you know, there's, I think, to sport, there's a big skill set in, in finding a way to get the job done. And, you know, we managed to do that and get ourselves into that tournament. And, you know, now we're the most successful Socceroos team that there's ever been. Um, and, you know, we can we can be very proud of ourselves for that. You certainly can, Matty. And uh, you mentioned your association with Parramatta or being a fan. And, and most celebrities, whether they're at Hollywood or, or athletes, they are just a fan sometimes. And when you're the fan, it's supporting Parramatta. How did you spend the grand final? <laughs> I was actually um, at home in Denmark in the morning. And um, I've got I've got one of these... Um, you know, fire stick, Amazon fire sticks. Mm. And uh, so I can tune into you know, a few streams that are out there. And I actually had my uh, my childhood mate who used to live down the road from me who was an avid Parramatta fan. He uh, he lives in Norway and he had flown down to Denmark uh, to watch, you know, Copenhagen, my team, play that weekend. And, and also he made sure that he was getting there in time to watch the NRL Grand Final. So we, uh, we sat there together and uh, cheered the boys on, but uh, to no avail, unfortunately. It's always next... 36 years they've come across. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Matty. I don't, I, I don't like yeah. making fun of Parham. We love yeah. Parham. Hey, Matty, we're having, we've got a bit of a segment going on today and the, the listeners are texting through likeable, mm. unlikable um, sportsmen or celebrities. Can I ask you about this? Messi, which column does he sit in? Likeable or unlikable? Uh, it's, it's a tricky one, but, you know, li- li- I would say likeable. I mean, it's quite easy to say unlikable because I don't like when anyone scores against me. But uh, <laughs> no, he's likeable because obviously what he's done for the game and, you know, I, I thrive of coming up against these sorts of opposition, you know. We we show him what we did throughout the tournament, you know, against Denmark and, you know, even when we took it to Messi and the Argentinians. And, you know, it's those days where you can come out on top, you know, when, you know, the stakes are so high and the opposition is... Is so good when you're able to find a, a way to, to come out on top against you know those sorts of um, you know challenges. Then it's something that you never forget for the you know for the rest of your lives, and you know a monumental thing you remember for the rest of your life. And you know that's what a World Cup has been, and you know these memories for us now. And anytime we get the opportunity to face this sort of opposition, that's an opportunity we we try and take full advantage of. What what are they like the Argentinians out on the pitch? Is there much sledging going on? And and what what happens like when they're doing the corner and you're under the the post there mm. waiting for it all? What are they yelling at you? Are they trying to put you <laughs> off your game? What goes on there? Um, I mean, it, yeah, it's got a lot to depend on you know the the culture of the teams and where they come from. I mean, my experience is the the South American um, football teams they're they're very gnarly. They get very physical. They're not. Um, I guess aesthetically as big and tall, you know, like other nations and all that. But you know, they, you know, they grow up. I think, you know, through lots of hardships, as you know, through I guess a lot of, um, you know, tough times over there in South America and corruption and all these types of things. And I think that obviously comes out in in the way they play the game. They're very aggressive, and you know, they'll sort of do anything to to try and get the upper hand and and whatnot. And you know, facing these sorts of things, we need to be. Um, you know, witty and, and smart enough to deal with these sorts of things and allow our game plan to, to have an impact, to have its impact. So, Matty, you've played and been a supporter of the A-League and, and Arnie's been pushing it hard as well. Now, the APL have announced that the next three grand finals will be played in Sydney. Any thoughts there? Uh, I mean, I saw um, Craig Goodwin's reaction, um, you know, to that decision as well. And, you know, I believe it's fair. I mean, 
Um, I think the the NRL has something similar in place as well with the, the grand finals being in Sydney. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. I mean, I think the system, um, you know, that they had in place beforehand was, you know, a really good one, obviously rewarding the team that has been successful, um, you know, throughout the season and, and whatnot. And, you know, I think, you know, for the supporters of the clubs and, and, and whatnot, they're the most important thing in this aspect. And, you know, to get reward for being the most successful club and, and getting to host the grand final, um, you know, if you're the highest ranked team that's finished the season in the grand final, you know, I, I quite like that system myself. So, um, you know, I, I've seen there's been a bit of backlash on it, but um, I guess it'll be, it remains to be seen, I guess, what's, um, what unfolds from here on out on that matter. Yeah, Craig Goodwin said, I wanted to clear things up publicly. I may be in the video for the A-League uh, choice to host grand finals in Sydney, but I do not support it, said Craig. Just before you go, Matty, and we're very appreciative of your time, having chatted to the Socceroos captain for so long, Matt Ryan, Fletch has a seal called Sylvester. Yes. And can you just explain to – I want to see if the great minds align. So, <clears throat> Matty, you know how they were doing the octopus? Oh, um, uh, yeah, for the <clears throat> predictions. Predictions. So we, I've got a seal. I brought a big seal. Uh, he's actually here. He wants to say hello. Yeah. Hang on, Gibbo. Is he – that's him there. That's uh, Sylvester. Yeah. He picked Argentina to win. And then he's gone rogue. Yeah. And he's picked Morocco. He's tipped Morocco. That's right. Do, do you agree? Is that right? Yeah, disagree. Whoa. What's, uh, how's his record been so far in the tournament? Well, he hasn't. We had a goose and uh, he was going good until we had to whack him into a pie and, and eat him the other night. So uh, we were hungry. We don't get paid a lot here, so, so we were starving. He did, did lose a knot before. So, uh, yeah. yeah, he did lose. So we're, we're into Seal. So Seal is uh, – well, he's only had the two predictions, Sylvester, and he's gone Argentina, yeah. Morocco. Yep. Can, can the dream keep going for the Moroccans? Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the beauty of sport. Anything can happen. Um, you know, we love an underdog in Australia as well, so yeah. I'm sure there's going to be quite a few Aussies out there cheering them on to, to do so. But uh, – yeah, well, I guess we'll soon find out in the next couple of days. Who's your, who's your tip, Matty? Yeah. Uh, I think I think I'm going to go the, the probably the short favourites in Argentina and France. It'd be nice to see a final against the the two opposition we faced. So yes, uh, I'm going to go down that path. And which way of those two? Uh, I, I can't go past France. You know, the, the way we, you know, what we come up against that night when we played them. Um, you know, they were, you know, far superior to us and, you know, were causing lots of problems. So um, I'd say they've probably been the most consistent team throughout the tournament. So I'm sticking with them for that reason. Good man, Matthew Ryan, the captain of the Socceroos. And you'll be there at the Star on Saturday night, Star Sydney for a champion series. So you can talk about, we'll know the World Cup finalists by then. That's Saturday night, 17th December at the 24-7 Sports Bar. As with all champion series events, Matty will be sharing stories from his time in Qatar and he's still a career. There'll also be a chance for guests to grab a photo with him on the night. Matty, we really appreciate it. To get involved, head to star.com.au, redeem your free ticket to the event there. Ah, yeah, you head to the What's On section. Is that what you do? It's what's On, yeah. Free ticket. Free ticket. Wow, how good's that? Matty Ryan, we appreciate your time here on the run home with Joel and Fletch. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, man. Gather heels. Good man. What a great fella.